Hey, it's just really good to be with you. So I want to just talk tonight about getting filled with the Holy Ghost. And we want to get you full of the Holy Ghost. Some of you look like you need a bit of it, don't you? Uh, well, we get stressed out in life. We get too many things. And what happens is our Christian life, we just get so busy working at it, we forget to just enjoy God and learn how to receive and get full up and flow in the Holy Spirit. So I just want to help you get connected to God tonight, give you a few keys. We'll just see if we can get through them. And if we don't get through them, it's no matter. We've got another meeting tomorrow. And, uh, but mostly what I want you to do is get touched by God tonight. Once you get touched, I could feel for many of you, you're wrestling with a lot of issues. You're facing pressures of different kinds. And God wants you to re recover again just the joy of Him. Oh, the great joy. You know, the Bible says in His presence is fullness of joy. That's right. The kingdom of heaven is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. The Holy Ghost is a very happy person. Happier. Yeah. They're really happy, joyful person. So when we open our hearts and let go, trying to control our lives and learn how to work with Him, it's easy. See, I can tell the unbelief rising up straight away. <laughs> but you know, Jesus said, if, uh, all you all you who are uh, burdened and heavy laden, turn to someone next that looks like you. Say, all you are burdened and heavy laden. He said, he said come to me and I will give you rest. Uh, he said, take my yoke on you and learn of me, for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. Easy, light. Easy and light. Easy and light. If you were thinking that Christian life's so hard, Jesus says, Learn from me. Let me teach you how to do it. And it's easy and light. See, I can feel the struggle you have with that because you're thinking, that's not my experience. <laughs> it's very hard and it's very burdensome. So many things to do. But it's easy and light. And we'll share on that tomorrow. I want to share on one of the key things in, in coming into that place of freedom, and that is coming into getting filled with the Holy Spirit. You know, in the, in the Old Testament, Jesus, uh, the Bible says this. It says, God spoke to Moses and, the, and he said, very simply said, my presence will go with you and I will give you rest. That doesn't mean a big sleep. What it means is that you come to peace in your life and you come to a place of faith rest in him where you enjoy him and enjoy your walk with him rather than it all being a struggle. Oh, struggle to break through. All these things you've got to do, got more things to do, rather than learning how to just enjoy Him. And so tonight I want to just uh, give you some keys on how to get filled with the Holy Spirit. We'll start to pray and minister some of you, and let's see what God will do. Let's hope in our lives that let God touch us. Amen? Amen. Let's go into the book of Acts, chapter 1. Verse 8. You shall receive power of the Holy Ghost coming upon you. And it's not so you can shake and go, blah, 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 blah. Yeah, he will receive the power of the Holy Ghost coming on earth, and you will become something. You will become a witness. So I love what I was watching up there on the screen before. Mission is who we are. It's the overflow of our life. And so mission flows out of a life which has come full of the presence of God. It's not so hard to get filled up with the presence of God, but when you look and others seem to be and you're not. Then you think, well, how do I do that? So we'll, we'll try to make it real easy for you. So, uh, so you notice here it said, you shall receive power and the Holy Ghost come on you. You'll be witnesses unto me, Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, all the ends of the earth. And so verse chapter 2, 1, when the day of Pentecost was fully come, they were one accord in one place. And suddenly a sound came from heaven like a rushing mighty wind that filled the house where they were. Then there was like divided tongues of fire set on them. They were all filled with the Holy Ghost, began to speak in tongues as the Spirit of God gave them a new language. God wants you to be filled daily, filled continually. And there should be some evidence that you're filled with the Holy Ghost. First place it would show up is in your face. Smile. Smile at someone. Turn to someone, smile at them. Come on, smile at someone. <laughs> It'll do you good. <laughs> 
Now, so this is the very first Pentecost experience, but the, the, the baptism in the Holy Spirit and the coming upon of the Spirit, the receiving of the Holy Spirit into your life, and the gift of tongues is just an entrance into, an, into a realm of living. Baptism of the Spirit is a, is a one-off experience that opens the door to a realm of living in the Spirit and experiencing the Spirit of God and enjoying the Spirit of God and being able to minister the Spirit of God. And so it's a doorway experience. Therefore, it may come dramatic. It may come quiet. It may come uh, very, very without any kind of great feeling. But it's the beginning of a life of walking in the Spirit, being filled with the Holy Ghost. And that life has to be sustained some way. So many people get filled with the Holy Ghost once, and then they don't realize God wants you to get filled and filled and filled and filled. He wants you to keep being full of the Holy Ghost. Big problem is how do I do that? And uh, we'll give you some keys and some things that'll help you. But I want to show you just a couple of things before we go and just give you some keys on that. I want to show you something about Pentecost in the Old Testament. I want you to look with me in Leviticus chapter 23. Leviticus chapter 23. You got it there? And uh, we'll just read just a couple of verses in it. I don't want to read a lot because I don't want to get locked in here. But it says, notice here, you'll count yourselves, verse 15, are from the day after the Sabbath to the day that's, blah, 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 count 50 days after the seventh Sabbath and then offer a new offering, 50 days. Now, verse 20, the priests will wave them, uh, the bread of the first fruits is a wave offering before the Lord. Now look, verse 21, you proclaim on the same day, this is a holy convocation, you'll do no work. And this will be a statue in all your dwellings throughout all the generations when you reap the harvest of the land. Now look at this. You shall not wholly reap the corners of your field when you reap, neither gather any gleanings of your harvest. You shall leave them for the poor and the stranger. I am the Lord your God. Now notice this. He's talking about Pentecost. The very first Pentecost happened in Exodus chapter 19 when God came down in power on the mountain and entered into a marriage covenant with Israel. Then in this verse here, these verses, God reminds them that they are to celebrate every year. They are to have a celebration. Isn't that amazing? God commands they celebrate. And every year, they had three seasons of celebration, Passover, Pentecost, Tabernacles. Let's just look at Pentecost. Notice what it says, that they're to make an offering. There's a presentation of something to the Lord, and then there is a rest from work. In other words, part of being filled with the Spirit, part of being immersed in the realm of the Spirit, is you come to a place of rest where you're not struggling and striving, where it's easy and light. The Holy Spirit is meant to make it easy and light for you. And that comes about when we learn how to rest in faith on Him and let go to Him and allow Him to do more in us rather than us struggling so hard to overcome things. I'll just give you an illustration from that in the New Testament. Now notice what also happens. Why is it He adds in that in this Feast of Harvest, make sure you're generous to the poor. Here's why. The original Feast of Tabernacle uh, of Pentecost, God wanted them to celebrate, to come into a place of rest, and to be generous to people in need. And you'll find when we go and look at the, gift of, uh, the Feast of Pentecost in the New Testament, you'll find it starts with them getting filled with the Holy Ghost and full of joy, it flows to them sharing the gospel to the poor, and then they end up in the last part of Acts 2, being generous to the poor and the needy. So notice this. This is exactly what we read in Acts 1 and verse 8. I'll fill you with the Holy Ghost, and you will be witnesses to me. So there's always a connection between the filling of the Spirit and engagement in mission. Engage in mission, be filled with the Spirit. Be filled with the Spirit, engage in mission. Fill with the Spirit, be generous to people. Be generous to people, be filled with the Spirit. They go hand in hand. You can't separate the mission from this engagement to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Why is that? Because the Holy Spirit is a sending Spirit. And when He comes on you, He comes on you to send you. He comes on you to empower you. He comes on you to do something in your life that you will get God's heart for the world. That's the whole purpose of the Holy Ghost coming on you, to bless you, refresh you, so that you can become 
you can enjoy the reality of the spirit realm of God and begin to bring heaven to earth. One of the problems many believers have is they kind of hear the gospel as receive Jesus and go to heaven. Let me just ask you this question. See if you can find Jesus preaching that. The message Jesus preached was repentance, a change in heart and lifestyle so you could experience the kingdom and bring it to the earth. So you could bring God's blessing to the nations of the earth. In other words, God wants you to connect with him and then partner with him in bringing his life to others. So the filling of the spirit is always about sending you to be part of the mission. The, the, the filling of the Holy Ghost is always about God commissioning you to do something. He has something you want to do. So let's go back and we're going to look at just a, just a few simple verses. And uh, I want you to have a look with me in Ephesians 5 and verse 18. Ephesians 5 verse 18. So the, the baptism in the Holy Ghost is about being filled up ready for service. It's to keep you fresh for service. It's to keep you full of life. Amen? And so you notice that when you get baptized in the Holy Spirit, the first thing that happens is you get a new language. Why is that? Because I'm just entering a new dimension of supernatural living, a realm of moving in the Spirit. When I went to Taiwan, one of the first things I found there is a different culture. And I couldn't understand what they were saying. I needed a language for the culture. Now, you, you are baptized and immersed into the realm of heaven. You need a language for the new culture that you're about to bring to the earth and about to engage in. So the realm of the spirit, language is very important. That's why the gift of tongues are very important. Now, in Ephesians 5.18, notice what it says. It says, be, fill, be not, be not drunk with wine, but be, we're in a success, but rather be filled with the Holy Ghost, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Now, let's take the first part. Don't be drunk with wine where is wild behavior. Now, let me ask you this, because he's, he's, he's comparing this. Don't do that, but do this. So there's a comparison here. So first of all, don't get drunk with wine, all kinds of outrageous behavior, but rather get filled with the Holy Ghost and there's different kind of behavior. Now, let me ask you this. How hard do you have to work at getting drunk? Let me ask you this. Can you make yourself drunk by really working hard at it? No, you can't. Getting drunk is the consequence of taking alcohol in. It's really simple. It, you can't make yourself drunk. It's the alcohol gets you drunk. So drunkenness and all that goes with it is the result of something being in your system. Now, so don't be drunk with wine or full of wine. We're in a success. But rather now, be filled with the Holy Ghost because there'll be things in your system that will flow out. What happens is we try to produce the fruit and the work of the Holy Spirit, and we don't really spend the time building the relationship with Him that will bring it forth. Think about this. Joy is a fruit of the Spirit. In other words, it's not you trying to be joyful. It's actually about the Spirit of God being able to flow through you and express His joy in you. It's about Him expressing His life through you. And so I need some, how do I keep getting filled with the Holy Ghost? What sorts of things can I, how can I adjust my life so it seems more easy and natural for me to be filled with the Holy Ghost? I'll just give you some keys that will help you. There's a whole number of them. We'll do some more tomorrow and look at some other different aspects of it. But today we'll just look at some. And when we fill with the Holy Ghost, it should be easy to flow with the Spirit of God. Don't you just come here? That's right, just come. Okay, come, come, come. come. Don't be frightened. That's right, just relax. Let me take your hand. There we go. Okay, you don't have to do anything. But we will need to have someone standing behind you. Because otherwise it's a bit of a hard bump. Okay, so it should be natural for us when we're filled with the Holy Spirit for His life to flow. And it should be easy. What was it? Easy? Light. See, no effort. No effort at all. Easy? Light. Why is that? Because I believe that when you get filled with the Holy Spirit, every part of you gets filled. And I found some ways that you can... Hey, how about that? Lift your hands up. 
Holy Spirit, just come on him right now. It should be easy for us to flow with the Spirit of God because you are the Bible calls you the temple of God. That means God comes to live within you. So if you're living within you, there should be a fruit and evidence of his life. So I, I, I was raised in, and, and trained in, and did a, did a degree in maths and masters in physics. So I kind of like to ask the questions, how does this work? What is my part in this? And what is God's part? If you don't know what God's part is, you'll try and do it for him and end up striving. If you don't know what your part is, you'll be passive and nothing will happen. So in flowing with the Spirit, there's a need to learn what his part is and what my part is. See? He's the wine. I've got to learn to drink. I've got to learn to rest. I've got to learn how to relate to him. I'll just share with you some things that'll help. I just stand up. You like you do with the touch of the Lord. Okay. Oh, you're going to catch him, are you? How wonderful. Great. What's your name? Nicholas. That's good. Maybe you can have your hand. That's right. Amen. Just open up to receive the Lord. See, there's a simple thing I found in ministering the Spirit is this. Direct people's attention to the Lord, not to yourself. So I want you not to look at me. I want you in your heart just to reach out to him. He really does love you and wants to come on you. And he will in just a moment. When I count to three, the Spirit of God will come on you. One, two, three. There it is. You notice I didn't have to struggle. I'm absolutely confident the Spirit of God lives in me and will flow through me. And I found some things you can do that help maintain that life with him. And so I'd expect that if I was to grow in intimacy with him that it would be easier for the spirit of God to work through me and I should begin to see lots of things see lots of things happening I have to come that's right come both of you come ready both of you come here we go just come okay you're going to stand here that's right you be the catcher will you you be the catcher who's going to catch you going to catch him who's going to catch you you'll catch it that's the man with the fancy jacket that's the one I, I loved your stories I've been up there to that exact place great stuff so all you got to do is stay on your feet and catch him and all you've got to do is stay on your feet and catch him and all you've got to do is stay on your feet and catch him are we right okay then so keep your eyes open catches that's the one rule with catching keep your eyes open <laughs> always keep your eyes open <laughs> now you don't have to do anything you're just going to get blessed okay just take, let me take your hand right now thank you lord i thank you for your presence and power thank you lord that you live inside. And thank you, Lord, for your power coming. And Lord, I ask that your anointing just fall on him. Lord, let heaven open up. Let the power of God just come over his life right now. Whoa, there we go. Oh, that wasn't too bad. We've got two nearly. Come on up here, quickly. Others stand behind you. Thank you. Power of God touches life right now. Come on, can we get this one here? Power of God touches life right now. Oh, come up again. That's right. Oh, power! Touch him, Lord. Fill him with power. You're having trouble standing up, aren't you? Are you going to get drunk in a moment? You ready? <laughs> Not drunk with wine, just drunk of the Holy Ghost. There it is. Hardly stand. Give me a hand. Holy Ghost, help him to stand. <laughs> come on him, Lord, right now. And notice there's a starting to come a flow of God. Come quickly. There's a flow of the Spirit. So the Spirit of God flows. Touch your Lord just like that. Spirit of God flows. And so we have to learn... You are joined to the Spirit of the Lord. So if you're going to work with the Holy Spirit, you've got to let your spirit flow. <sighs> Holy Spirit, just come upon him. Just come. I'll show you some more tomorrow, but we're just wanting to experience God because I feel for some of you it's a while, but since you've experienced him, come, just come. Close your eyes now. <laughs> What's happening to you? Having trouble standing. More. Give him more, Lord. More. Fill it. Fill, fill, fill. Fill. Lord, like just wine from heaven. Just fill it. Whoa. You can feel the presence of God coming on him. You feel that? It's getting hard to stand. It's like you're getting drunk, isn't it? Now, what's happening is the presence of God is just starting to come on you. Okay, you ready? Okay. Glory. Thank you, Lord. More, 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 more. <laughs> now, you notice she's feeling it difficult to stand because something's opened up in the spirit world and she's starting to experience God. What opened up in the spirit world so she could experience God? My faith opened a way. 
and your faith can open a way. So you need to learn how to get filled and stay filled with the Holy Spirit. You're sitting down. We had enough. <laughs> come on, you guys. All these guys here. That's right. Long here. Anyway, come on, all of you stand up. There we go. You're all catchers, I suppose, are you? Got the nice shirts on. I want you all to hold hands then. Just stand in a row this way. This time, this way. That's right. All hold hands. Just lift your hands together. Up like that. Thank you, Lord. Reach out to the Lord. Holy Spirit, we want you to come in power tonight. I want you to come and touch them tonight. That's right. Reach out expecting to receive from him tonight. Thank you, Lord. Power come upon them tonight, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Touch him. Touch him. Let the fire come. Let the fire come. Fire of God. Fire of God on him right now. Spirit of fear. Loose him. Come out now. Now, 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 now. Out, 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 out. Loose him now in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. You never know what will happen when the Holy Spirit comes, but you've got to be able to flow with him. Come on, where is that guy? Here he is, this one here. Bring him to see him stand on his feet right now. How are you feeling now? What happened? What did you feel? He, something overpowered you. Yeah, and you start to shake. And as soon as I spoke, he's shaking more. Do you feel anything leave you? Not yet. Come, Holy Spirit, come right now, touch him. Oh, Holy Ghost, right on him. Fire of God. Thank you, Lord, for your fire coming. Fire. Fire of God. Thank you, Lord. Touch him. Spirit of God, come. More, 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 more. That's right. The power of God is resting on you. Power of God is resting. Just relax. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Touch him, Lord. You've got a lot of sadness because of what's been happening at home. I, I see a huge conflict and there were angry words spoken. And those words really broke into your life and, and really hurt you. And, and you have struggled very deeply to be able to maintain some commitments that you made to the Lord. But you've held on, even in spite of the fact that there was this, all this opposition. And, and I see you surrounded in this anger and angry words. And you just really, your heart was broken, but you haven't told anyone. You kind of just have toughed it out and kind of held on to the Lord. And, and, and God wants you to know he saw what happened. He saw what happened. He wants to help you today. He loves you. He loves you. He does love you. He understands what it's like when family don't understand you. Jesus went through that same kind of experience. Lord, today just touch you. You just need to forgive them. They don't know what they're doing. Release them. Just release them release them and God's going to lift that grief right off your life thank you so once the anointing of the spirit starts to flow things which are hidden come up to the surface the Bible says God looks on man looks on the outside but God looks on the heart and all around you are people who are carrying pains and challenges and all kinds of conflicts in their personal lives and so Jesus came to bring a river of God to heal those places, to heal people's hearts and before he left he said I'm going to give you the Holy Spirit and I'm going to commission you to go out and to bring the gospel and to heal people's broken hearts so when we make room for the Holy Spirit then all kinds of unusual things can happen now, if you want to be in control, you won't like unusual. But if you're not worried about being in control, then unusual becomes normal. That God just moves. So what happened then was I prayed for him once. And when he stood up and I began to pray for him the second time, I could see grief. And because I could see the grief, I started to ask the Lord, what is the cause of the grief? And I felt then there's a conflict. When the Holy Spirit speaks, it's very gentle. It's just impressions. And he begins to show you things. So I began to flow in words of knowledge and prophetic words around his situation. And he began to weep as he felt God come near to him. The, the gifts of the Spirit are to bring God near to people and help them. That's why we need the Holy Spirit. There's some things you can't do by just encouragement it needs God to come to the person. Okay? 
And so you know, understand as I just ministered the spirit to him, he could feel like almost something just lift off him. And he was completely different. Give you quite a peace right now. But before there was this agitation. The agitation was the conflict inside between his loving God and then facing difficulties in serving God. The Spirit of God is so wonderful. He comes to you. Can I pray for you, Dee? Come on. Come. Let me pray for you. God wants to touch you. Well, he already is, really. Thank you, Lord. Just touch you today, Lord. And the word immediately that came to me is misunderstanding. It's like you want to be understood, but the more you try and explain yourself, the more misunderstood you get. And it's deeply hurt you because you really do want to share what God has done in your life. But each time you've tried, there's been reactions and you've been misunderstood. And it just seems to got worse. God says, just let it go, let it go. Moses was not understood and Jesus was not understood. Sometimes we just need to let things go and forgive and bless people and just release them and bless them and let God in his due time open their eyes to see the things that we want them to see. We can't make people see things. We just need to let pray for them, bless them and, and, and let the love of God be seen in our life. God just wants to touch you right now because you've had in this last three to six months of your life immense conflict and turmoil and misunderstandings going on it feels for you like you've been in a war and it's just worn you out. You've become tired of it. And you've wondered where God is in it all. And he wants you to know he's heard your cry. He loves you. He's going to lift the grief off your life in a moment. Just let it go. Let it go to him. That's right. Let it go. Just touch your Lord. So when we open the way for the Holy Spirit to come, there can be ministry to people at a level that people really need. I prayed for someone this week, and they were having huge uh, panic attacks. And then the Lord opened up and showed exactly where they came, how they entered her life, and she was set free. How wonderful to have the Holy Ghost. How wonderful to have the Holy Ghost. See, that's what God, that's what Jesus left you. I'll leave you another comforter, even the Holy Spirit. Can I pray for you? This one here. Thank you, Lord. Just touch your Lord right now. As you just stand there quietly, you're going to feel God's love come on you. You're going to feel a love that you've always wanted all your life. It's the love and understanding of the Father. And God's, God is, Jesus came to represent the Father, to show what the Father is really like. God is just about to come on you and His presence will touch you just now. There. Thank you, Lord. He wants you to know He loves you. The word that the Lord spoke to me when you got up out of your seat was abandonment, as though you'd gone through this very great pain in your life in relationship with being abandoned. God wants to just lift that off you and heal you right now. Here it is. Oh, gone. How wonderful is the Holy Ghost? Don't you just love him? I see you getting all real quiet now. <laughs> see, once God starts to move, we feel a bit uncomfortable because suddenly unexpected things can happen. I want to share with you just a few simple keys, some things that you can put into practice, put in your life, and uh, these, are, these are things that are, are easy to do, to get yourself and keep yourself full of the Holy Ghost. So, the first one, speak in tongues. Speak in tongues. Practice speaking in tongues. 1 Corinthians chapter 14, 1 Corinthians 14, and uh, verse 14 if I pray in a tongue, my spirit is praying. Even though my understanding is unfruitful, what will I do? I will pray in the spirit. I'll pray with understanding. I'll sing with the spirit and sing with understanding. Now, when you are praying in the spirit, your spirit is being activated. And the Holy Spirit is giving you a language. So when you begin speaking in tongues, your whole spirit man begins to rise and become energized. So if I want to get filled with the Spirit, I should exercise the first gift He gave me when I got filled with the Spirit the first time. You need to begin to pray in tongues. Speak out that language every day. Oh, let your spirit rise up 
and express. Your spirit is joined to the Holy Spirit. He that is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. 1 Corinthians 6, verse 16, 17. So when you let your spirit rise, the anointing will rise and flow with you. So we need to be able to pray in tongues. I pray in tongues probably close to an hour a day, I suppose. Go out for a walk every day. So I just fit it in with exercise. I go for a very early morning walk when no one's up. I can pray in tongues all I like. So praying in tongues is a great way of energizing your spirit and energizing your whole body so it becomes full of life. I found that the Spirit of God flowing through you as you speak in tongues, not just mumble in tongues, but speak in tongues. Speak from your spirit, man. Realize what you are doing. You are stirring and exercising your spirit. Your spirit has a voice. When you speak in tongues, you're opening up the, the, the direct connection with the Holy Spirit. You are engaging the Holy Spirit, and that flow that you are exercising is the very same flow that the Holy Ghost gifts operate through. So learn to begin to exercise that flow of tongues every day. Cool, Bob. You can do it when you're in a car driving, but don't close your eyes. You know, keep your eyes on me. It's really bad when you close your eyes. Oh, Bob. I'm sorry, officer, I was praying. It's not going to really count, you know. Better you keep your eyes open. But expect you get filled up as you pray. Expect, understand what you're doing, not just mumble mindlessly. Understand, I am building up my inner life with God. I'm letting the Spirit of God rise up within me. You know, Paul said, pray that you would be strengthened with might in the inner man by the Holy Ghost. So it must be possible for you in your spirit to become strengthened. Praying in tongues is one way to become strengthened. Just come. That's right. Better put that down. You might just come. That's right. That's right. Close your eyes. Just reach up to the Lord. So you can, in your spirit, become strengthened and alive with the Holy Ghost. If I just begin to pray in tongues. Oh, look at that. There's a flow of spiritual life. And you know something? You can pray as much or as little as you like. You notice the moment I began to pray in tongues, it was like a jolt of power. Did you feel something hit you there? And, and I wasn't trying to minister to you. All I was doing was just praying in tongues. I'll do it again. You just hold my hand. That's all you got to do. Hold my hand. Just be. Now, what I want you to do this time, I want you to be aware or sensitive to what you feel. Remember, it says that when Jesus, uh, the woman, touched him, he felt the power flow. So it must be possible to feel the flow of power. So I'm not going to try and minister to you, but I want you just to hold my hand like this so you're connected to me. And all I'm going to do is I'm going to just pray like I'd be praying if I was praying and begin to engage God as I pray in tongues. And what will happen is the Spirit of God rising up will just fill every part of me and overflow me, and you'll get the overflow. See? And we'll just see what you feel, okay? So I won't be praying. I'm not going to minister to you or do anything. I'll just pray in tongues. So it is important that you do something with your mind. Don't let your mind sort of wander around. Oh, oh, chicken and rice. That's not going to do it. You need to engage with God. So when I pray in tongues, I set my mind and imagination to picture Him as the Bible describes Him so that I'm connecting with them. Oh, I felt something flow. Now, it almost looked like she got an electric shock. Like that. Well, better ask what she felt. What did you feel? You felt like an electric shock just went through. I saw you shake and then you fell over. And all I was doing was praying in tongues. All right, then, so what I have realized is that if I will pray in tongues, just stay there, that the whole atmosphere around me will shift. I was praying as I was doing my morning walk. I got a lovely track just outside where we are. It goes right through the country for kilometers. So you can just walk as far as little as you like. And I've just practiced walking and praying and becoming aware and full of the Holy Ghost. I was walking down back one day and there's a woman walked by me and she nearly fell over. She said, and she happened to be a Christian. She said, whoa, I feel the Holy Ghost. She said, yeah, that's what I'm doing. I'm praying. Okay? And she, she, she walked by. Okay? And so we'll just see if we can reenact it, okay? Now what I'm going to do 
is I'm just going to pray in tongues. And what I want you to do is I want you just to walk by, just see if you can walk by. And I want you to tell me what you feel as you try and walk by me, all right? Okay? And all I'll do is just get praying in tongues. And what I believe is the atmosphere around me will become full of the Spirit of God, full of the anointing, and I believe you're going to have trouble standing or even getting past me. <laughs> okay. So the catch is, you know, I'll stand over here because you fall on the seat otherwise in someone's lap. So come on over here. Feels like you're going to walk past me. You ready? I'll get you to walk in a moment. So I was just doing this, and I'll get you to walk in a moment. Are you ready? Okay, ready now. And about that place, she got suddenly zapped by the power of God. As I was just praying in tongues. I believe that the power of God can fill the atmosphere around you. So as you pray in tongues, the power of God just fills the atmosphere. Look at that. Well, seeing is believing in some ways, isn't it? But just a little demonstration like that where she's just standing near me and I'm praying in tongues and the power of God hits her. You realize then, I must be opening up a gate into the presence of God through which his power can flow. So there must be some faith developed in my life that when I pray, God's presence will fill me and overflow. You can do that, you see, because do you have a different Holy Spirit? No, you have the same Holy Spirit. When you pray in the Spirit, what part of you is praying? Your spirit. Okay, and when you're praying in the Spirit, you are edifying yourself or building up what part of you? Your spirit. And who is flowing through you as you pray in tongues? The Holy Ghost. So why don't you believe that as you pray in tongues, that the Spirit of God will not only energize your spirit, but every part of you and even the area around you? Why not? It says of Peter, even his shadow people got healed. See, we read it and don't stop to think that what healed people was the presence of God with them. The anointing, the flow of the power of God. Isn't that fantastic? Say, now I need, perhaps I'll get you, you can come up. You can come up and help me. Okay, can you pray in tongues? Let me hear you. Okay, that's pretty lightweight, but it's a start. We can work with a start, okay? Come on up here. Right then. Now, your spirit man can be developed. Your spirit man can be strengthened, and you can become very strong. So I'll just give you a power boost and help you, all right? So I'll just take your hand, okay? And we're both going to pray in tongues. Now, what I want you to do is instead of just praying lightly, I want you to just put your other hand on your belly, just right there. And I want you just to begin to pray strongly as though you're building your innermost being. And just begin to allow the Spirit of God to rise up in you. Let's do it together. Ready? That's better. That's better. Okay, now you're doing right. Okay, then. Now, come over and try and touch him. You ready? Get praying in tongues. The power of God just... Did you notice what happened? She fell over. All right? Okay, just stay where you are then. Okay, here's your chance. Ready? Okay. Good stuff. That's the way. Okay. Now, what I want you to do is this. I want you to pray in tongues and close your eyes as you're praying. That's right. Okay, just so we can hear you praying, to make sure you're not mumbling or something. Okay. Okay. Now, as you're praying in tongues, I want you with your mind to begin to see the Spirit of God rising up in you and filling every part of you. Filling your body. Filling. She's already gone. <laughs> Ready? Now, you see, you're starting to get really hot now. She's getting anointed. But, but come on, relax, flow, you know. You've got to learn to relax, you know. Flow with the Holy Spirit. You learn to yield, to be a minister of God. Isn't that right? We need to get someone else in. We prayed for her enough, I think. It's time. Get this fella out here. That's right. Are you ready? Now, pray in tongues. Okay, now just see God filling you right now. Then put your hand on his head. Let the power flow. That's right. There you go. Look at that. Oh, well, there we are. Look at that. See? Now, okay. Now, this time, this time, 
instead of trying so hard, just use your, use your imagination to see God is working through me. And you walk over to that man there and you lay your hands on him. See, God is as, he's nearer to you than I am. And let's believe together that when you walk through there and you begin now to just lay hands on him, power of God's just gonna flow through you. Let's believe. Can you see that? Okay, just see it in your mind. See God working through you. Begin to see the thing you're believing for. This is what we're gonna do. We're gonna walk over there, just lay your hand on him and just blow. Release the power of God, really? Like in a tangible way. You ready? We're praying together. We're believing for the Spirit of God to rise. That's right. He's rising up in you. He's filling you. And by faith, you can see now the power of God will work through you too. We're going to just go over to him right now. We're ready. Take a step over to him right now. Put your hand on his head and just blow. Ready? Holy Spirit. Look at this power of God flowing. Now, you notice something's happening in you, you see. God is moving in you. But what happened to bring that about? You had to be stirred in your spirit to pray and then to stretch and believe for God to do things. Do it yourself this time. You ready? Pray in tongues. Go and lay hands on them and just power, power zap them. <laughs> pray in the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. Pray in the Holy Ghost. That's right. Now just rest in it. God's with you. He wants to. That's right. There you go. Come on. Lay hands on them. Get them moving. Last in the Holy Ghost. <laughs> there you go. Look at that. You did it. Come on, give him a clap. That's fantastic. So if you want to get filled with the Holy Spirit, practice, practice, practice speaking in tongues. Now, don't try and make God do something. Just pray in the Spirit and let the Spirit of God flow in you. Remember, you don't try to get drunk, you just drink. And the effect of the alcohol is it has an effect on you. So if I just get filled with the Holy Spirit, and one way to do that is just by praying in tongues. And as you pray in tongues, exercise a belief that as I pray, I'm being full of the Holy Ghost. See, see, I do that every day. Just as I'm praying in tongues, I begin to worship God. I begin to, in my mind, see the presence of God, and I'm standing before Him. So as I'm doing that, of course, I start to get filled with the Spirit of God because mind and heart and soul and everything focused on Him. And you don't have to do it for long if you just do it consistently. You know, you can't just suddenly play a piano well by having a, a three-hour practice one day. You just do a little bit every day, and you start to get good. And you just discipline yourself to begin to build into your life the thing you're wanting to develop, which is, I want to become strong in my spirit. I want my spirit to be alive with God, and He's given me a gift. I just got to start to use the gift. Does that help you? Okay, now, as the second thing you need to do to do, uh, to get filled with the Spirit, you need to learn to yield to the Holy Spirit, to yield to Him, to surrender Him. In Matthew 18, verse 3, it says, unless you be converted and become like a little child, you can't enter the kingdom of heaven. So uh, notice it says enter. To enter the kingdom is to experience the blessing of the realm of the kingdom. So if I want to enter the realm of the kingdom, it requires a change. It requires I be converted and I be converted from being a smart, too smart with my mind, and become childlike. Now, here's the change that you have to make. Now, I was trained in physics and maths, and I was trained to think and reason and work things out and look for all the negatives. So what I had to retrain to do, stop looking for all the negatives, just simply trust and learn to yield. I thought, well, I don't want to do that. I've been trained the other way. You know, the other way works. I learned that. I had five years learning that. And the Lord said, you don't have to get rid of all your learning. You've just got to change it. And he said, instead of judging everything you see, start to inquire like a little child. Oh, really? Yeah. He said, be an observer, not a judge, and inquire. So now I learn, I need to learn to, to, to yield. And I think, well, what does that look like? How can you yield to the Holy Spirit? Well, I'll give you a few things you can do. But one of the things I do every day, which is a big help for me to get filled with the Holy Spirit, is what would it mean to be filled with the Holy Spirit? It means your spirit would be filled. What parts of your spirit? 
it means your soul would be filled what parts of your soul it means your body would be filled what parts of your body so I found it quite helpful to just begin to pray like this Lord I yield myself to you today spirit soul and body it's a good start now I'll just make it more practical in a moment Lord I yield every faculty of my spirit to you today I surrender to you the mind and thoughts of my spirit the emotions of my spirit the eyes of my spirit the ears of my spirit the feelings of my spirit I yield the inner rooms every part of my spirit Lord I just surrender for you to come and you begin to pray in tongues and consciously let go and yield that's a place to start and there's other things too so let me just go and do a little bit more so now Lord I yield Lord what other part Lord I yield my thoughts today I have the mind of Christ so I take every thought captive and I see myself yielding my thought life consciously to him and what will happen is this so I'll be you may put your hand on your mind or whatever but you're actually yielding your thought life and beginning to speak the word Lord today whatsoever things are good and true and lovely and of good report any virtue any praise I think on these things and the God of peace is keeping me today so you use the word of God as you surrender the parts of your life you begin to speak God's word over them what happens is you'll find your mind catches thoughts much more readily the Holy Spirit's now working in your mind you start to notice when your mind and thinking's going off what about your imagination your imagination is an intersect point between you and the spirit world think about this when God wants to give you a vision and a dream what part of your life does it come into comes into your imagination and of course the, the thing is the devil wants to fill your imagination with traumatic pictures of the past wants to fill you with painful experiences he wants to get you preoccupied with negative things some people have been so traumatized they can't even shut their eyes because of what they'll see you need healing and deliverance you need to be able to have your imagination cleansed some people will be so polluted by pornography you close your eyes and immediately you start to think of unclean things or you've been into games so much on the internet that you close your eyes and you're back in the game you know when when some of the first games came out and they might have been called space invaders I remember watching one played it a little bit and then I closed my eyes and I could see the spots in front of me and I thought this is the last time I'm not going there I want my imagination free I do not want pictures that I can't deal with if I'm in a movie and there's something ugly happens or something that's too violent happens I'll just shut my eyes straight away I do not want the effort involved in getting rid of the picture I want my imagination sensitized to the Holy Spirit because that's how you get pictures that's where you get dreams that's where you begin to encounter the Holy Spirit so that's a part of your life to surrender to him and if you'll surrender you man Lord today I yield my imagination to you Lord, I just apply the blood to cleanse every picture that would be grieving to you you ever thought the Holy Spirit could be grieved that's why some aren't being filled every day because you think you're doing things and thinking things that grieve and hurt the Holy Spirit I want to be filled with the Holy Spirit I need to yield my imagination so if I'm going to yield it it's not just you stop doing something it's you start doing something best to start doing new things and then the old things drop away so start using your imagination to picture reality spiritual truth so Lord I thank you today I yield my imagination to you I thank you Lord today you're filling my imagination with dreams with prophetic words with flows of the Spirit then I begin to yield what comes next is the eyes the eyes of the outer man and the eyes of the inner man they're all connected Lord I yield the eyes of my outer man and the eyes of my inner man now I have found it helpful to just take a, a, a scripture passage on what Jesus is like the Bible says his eyes are radiant they, they blaze with passion and life they're, they're like fiery so you begin to meditate that's what Jesus is like his eyes are full of life and joy and gladness his life full of passion full of love that's what we're called to be like 
So why not meditate and begin to declare, thank you, Lord, I see you. My eyes are like your eyes. For your word declares, as you are, so are we in this world. I thank you, Lord, today you are opening the eyes of my inner man to see. My Father shows me the things he's doing, and I do the things I see my Father doing. Now, you notice I'm using Scripture coupled with the various parts of my life to yield them to the Lord. Now, you need a little bit of time. So if you've got to drive or got to walk somewhere, you can just quietly do it. But I have found if you'll intentionally yield and surrender, you'll begin to start to become aware of those parts of your life, and the Holy Spirit will start to fill them more. I, I believe and declare daily that I will see things about people's lives, that I will see destiny words, that I will see what's going on in their life, that I will see where they're bound. I'm, I'm calling into being the thing I'm believing God for. I'm calling God to fill that part of my life. Your imagination, your eyes, your eyes are to see. So, Lord, thank you. You're opening my eyes to see in the realm of the Spirit. I see what my Father is doing, and I instantly respond. Now, do I see everything clearly? No, but it's my faith position. Today, Lord, you're using my eyes to see. And so you notice that when I'm ministering, I pick up things quite quickly. I'll see things others don't see. I didn't always do that, but I'm seeing more. Next year, I'll see more yet. You build. You know, you know, if you were to go to the gym, it would take you a while to get physically fit. What makes you think that you can get spiritually fit without a little bit of workout? You have to train your senses, exercise your senses. So I have found I can pray right through every part of me, including yielding, finally yield my body. Lord, Lord, I thank you today. Lord, your word declares that the same spirit that raised Christ from the dead dwells in me and quickens my mortal body. Well, today I thank you. I'm becoming quickened with life in the inner man. Okay? And I'd begin to yield. Thank you, Lord, today. You're quickening every cell in my body. I speak to my body. Body, live in Jesus' name. Jesus spoke to trees and storms and all kinds of things. He spoke to dead people and they lived. And are we called to be like him? So you could speak to your body. Speak to the cells in your body. Live in Jesus' name. Be full of life today. Why not? I found it hasn't done me any harm. I actually keep pretty well. <laughs> yeah, I'm 67. Still doing pretty well full of energy and out pray a lot of people hundreds of people just pray for that because I believe for the life of God to flow so you can get filled with this is the same Holy Spirit so you could take time every day pray in tongues and believe for God to fill your inner man and then take the various parts of who you are and begin to surrender them. Lord, I heal my ears to you today. I thank you, Lord. I hear your voice clearly, and I instantly obey. I don't judge by what I see, but what I hear my Father say. Thank you, Lord, you're giving me a heart to hear people and to understand what the pain is in their life and to listen to them and respond. C could you see how you could build your life with God quite intentionally day by day? And all along, it's not like you're trying to make something happen. It's you're becoming conscious of a person in your life, the precious Holy Spirit. Then you could practice receiving from Him and just yielding to Him. I just need one or two people to do that. Help me with that. Here we are. You can come on up again. Come on up. You can come on up. We just need a couple of men behind you. That's all. Here we go. Come on there. Just give me a hand. Now, this is what I want you to do. I want you just to close your eyes. Now, you won't have to worry about whether you fall over or not because you've got two strong people behind you to make sure you don't get hurt at all. So if you were at home, of course, you've got no one to catch you, but you could stand by your bed. Your bed will catch you. And this is what I want you to do, very, very simply. I want you just to lift your hands up and begin to see Jesus standing about as close as I am to you right here. Let your imagination see him close to you reach out and begin to receive his love. His love just flows like a river. Just receive it into yourself. Let the love of God just flow like a river. Now you notice easy light. The problem is not trying to make things happen. It's believing for them.
That's all I did was got him to focus his attention on Jesus and expect to receive. And as soon as he did, he began to receive. It took me years to find these things out, by the way. <laughs> no one would tell me. They just Things would happen and they'd never tell you why and how, and I could never work it out. Now I've learned it's easy and it's light. And I'm learning how to work with the Holy Spirit. Okay, so we'll get one or two others. We'll get some others. Come on, we'll get a few over here. Come on. Oh, here you back on your feet again. Okay, back in your seat. Come on, stand here again. Just get behind them. That's right. Just lift your hands up again. That's right. Just so you know I didn't do anything. Lift your hands up. Now begin to just meditate that Jesus is very near to you. And you're going to just reach out from within and his love will just flow like a river into you. Just receive it. Thank you, Lord. I just receive your love. And I yield. It's in the yielding that you start to receive. Now, the problem is if you've got a lot of control in your life, you don't want to let go control. So one of the issues we've got to learn to do, if I'm going to flow with the Holy Spirit, he's not a controlling spirit. He comes by invitation only. And he'll do no more than you will let go and give him room to do. You want him to fill you? Let go control. Stop trying to make things happen. Stop things happening. He's a good God. Let him touch your life. Let him touch your life. Look at these guys here. Four of these guys. One, two, three, four. Just come and stand up over here. Praise the Lord. That's right. Don't look so worried. <laughs> That's it. Just smile. Just relax. Close your eyes. <laughs> Close your eyes so you make everyone vanish. Because when you see people, you kind of get uptight. And we just relax. And God is here, wants to touch you. All that's required is for you to receive. And I'm telling you now, there's a river of God starting to flow. If you just lift your hands up, begin to see Jesus there, and that river is starting to touch you right now. Right now, right now. There it is, right now. Interesting, isn't it? How easy it is. Because there's a, there's a place where you come to believe and not doubt God is who he says he is, a loving God. He loves me. He's willing to come to me. He wants to fill me. All I've got to do is believe and receive. Whatsoever things you desire, when you pray, believe you receive them, and then you have them. So I found quite an interesting thing. I could just stand by my bed and just surrender and yield, and the Holy Ghost would come on me. And I get so filled with the Holy Ghost, I could hardly get up. So we'll just get one or two just to try that out. Uh, we need one or two to try that out. Who are we going to get? Hey, you'll do. You're as good as any. There we go. Come there. I just need someone there to, okay, help you. All right, then. Now, what we're going to do is we're going to just get you two or three times to just ask the Holy, the Lord to just come and fill you with his love, fill you with his presence. You ready? Close your eyes. Reach out. Lord, I just receive all you have for me tonight. I just receive it. There it goes. Ooh. Okay. Now, this time, try to get up again. Get up again. And then do it again. I'm going to receive, Lord. I'm just receiving from you today. There it is, Lord. I just receive now. There it is. Whoa. Now, this next time you try it, it'll be quite hard for you to get up. We're not going to help you up next time. You just lie there for a while receiving. And then you're going to tell us what you feel. Are you ready? So you're just reaching out to Jesus, reaching out to him now. Oh, there he is. He loves you. And you just begin to receive from him. So just stay there receiving. The funny thing about being lying down, everyone wants to get up quick. I've learned, just receive. See, this is not about lying down or standing up. It's about letting go control and receiving from God, letting him touch you. Everyone wants to be loved. Everyone wants to receive. You've got to stop trying so hard and just begin to receive. Just come. Give me your hand. That's right, just stand there. Close your eyes. Now, you know what the Bible tells us? It says, Jesus is our friend. Now, if he's your friend, see him standing before you and let him just love you. See how easy that was. It wasn't any effort at all. Close your eyes. That's right. Just stand there. And now, that's right. Relax. Just relax. Jesus is your friend. Friends smile at you. Friends love you. And friends want to give what they have to you. Let him give you his love because he really does love you. That's right. Just begin to receive receive. He loves you. So receive. Isn't that interesting? It's so simple. You think, well, how could that happen like that? 
unless you be converted and become like little children. What I was trying to do is just get everyone to just become like a little child and trust and believe God will touch them. And he did. It's not so complicated, is it? I can see some of you, you're struggling with just the whole thinking about it. Come on. Remember what I started off? Easy light. Easy light. The struggle is our flesh trying to make things happen, and the wrestle we really have is to trust and believe. Okay, let me just take your hand. Thank you, Lord. Close your eyes. Now, I want you just as you close your eyes to begin to see Jesus there right before you. And he's a is going to flow and touch you. Now, the Bible describes Jesus many ways. So if I was to meditate, I can experience him even as the Bible describes him. The one in Revelation, the one in Psalm 23, the one going to the cross, the one who confronted the leper. You see, the Bible is to help us come into experiences with God so our life can change. Yes, we learn principles. But the Bible's more than just principles. It's about a person. Jesus said, you think in this you have life. This is what speaks of me. Come to me and experience life. So I found one, praying in tongues a big help. Two, consciously surrendering to him each day. That's another big thing. That's a big help. And for some of you, if you could put those two things into your life and start to do them, you begin to experience God a lot more. It's quite easy, isn't it? Eh? Ready? Just come on over here. I want you just to stand there. So I close your eyes. Just begin to pray in tongues. That's right. Begin to pray in tongues. And as you're praying in tongues, you're allowing the Spirit of God to arise within you. See? Just let Him rise up inside you. Now, when He rises up, He rises up when you rise up. Because He's joined to you. If you stay shut down, He's shut down. So, begin to rise. Begin to pray strongly now. That's right. It's a bit stronger. Let it come up. That's right. That's it. That's right. Hear your voice. Now let your spirit be stirred. That's right. Now, as you just stop praying now and just begin to meditate, thank you, Jesus, you're there for me. And I just receive from you. Reach out to here. Reach out. Just receive. I was in a meeting in Taiwan. I didn't tell him to laugh. Why is he laughing? Holy Ghost is on him. I was in a meeting in Taiwan, and uh, we had one girl had had, uh, had had been adopted when she was five years old. And what happened was this. She shared a testimony, and I felt God say, I want to heal her. So this is what I did then. I, I spoke to her, and I said, you know, God wants to heal you. Thank you for being so honest and open. I want to just minister to you. And so what I did then was this. I said, I want you just to close your eyes. I said, can you remember when you were adopted? And she said, I can. I said, close your eyes and remember. And this time you don't have to be afraid because Jesus is going to come into there. Holy Spirit will make him real for you. She closed her eyes. And I said, can you see him? She, she began to cry. And she remembered the day she was adopted. And she was five. And she was just standing there crying. And she remembered a mother giving her away. And I see now, can you see Jesus? Because the work of the Holy Spirit is to reveal Jesus. She said, I can see him. I said, why don't you reach out to him? And I tell you, I kid you not, this is what she did. She went like this. And I have the pictures of her. She stayed stuck like that for an hour and a half. Ooh. As she encountered the Lord, he brought healing. How are we doing? Yeah. More Holy Ghost. Give him more. Fire. Fire upon his life. Fire of the Holy Ghost. More. Some of you getting this. Easy light. It's a relationship with a person, the wonderful person, the Holy Spirit. And the reasons we have difficulties in our life so often is because parts of us are held in bondage to brokenness, to sin, to wrong beliefs, and to demonic spirits. And we just don't believe God is who he says he is and will fill us the way he wants to. And so this weekend, I'm trusting that many of you will experience God and start to find a fresh touch of God over your life. Wouldn't that be great? That'd be great. How many feel God touching already? That's wonderful, isn't it? Some, how many felt a bit scared, actually? Come on, just be honest with you. 
Okay, there's some. Of course you are. That's okay. I'm glad you're honest. Thank you. And some people will be already manifesting. You'll be feeling, oh, get me out of here. <laughs> and what I've done is just share with you simple things. Jesus said, come to me, or you who are burdened and heavy laden. Take my yoke on you and learn of me, and you'll find rest. My, bur- my yoke is easy, my burden is light. Easy, light. Jesus came to give us the Holy Spirit that we would be able to live the life of Jesus, like him, become like him. That's the work of the Holy Spirit. So I need to get filled with the Holy Spirit. The first Pentecost was about an experience with God that led to them coming into a place of rest in their lives from struggling and striving and then becoming generous to the poor. Pentecost in the New Testament, they come into an experience of God, began to rejoice and laugh, came into rest. How do we know they come into rest? because they were terrified of being killed. And so they wanted to run away. But now they stand up and preach the gospel boldly. They've come to rest. And then they began to give to the poor. Mission began to flow out of the new experiences with God. My prayer is that you'd start to have a fresh experience with God and you'd seek to have encounters with God and you'd seek to make the Holy Spirit your friend. And if there's anything in the way, you'd say, Lord, it's okay, come in and remove that thing that's in the way. We began to share with you some keys to how to get filled with the Holy Spirit. We found it was learning how to yield to a person, not trying hard to make something happen. How are we doing? What's happening now? Hey? <laughs> that's it. Come on, you want to laugh. Have a good laugh. Everyone's so serious today. Come on, laugh your head off. (laughs) Fill him with joy, Lord. Fill him with joy, joy, joy. That's the fruit of the Holy Spirit. It brings joy. See? Now, that's what's happening to you too, isn't it? See? You want to laugh as well. (laughs) Give him more, Lord. Fill him with joy. Fill him with joy. Fill him with joy. Fill him with joy. That's it. Come on. Fill him with joy. Joy of the Holy Spirit. See, the trouble is we got so stressed out with life that we're forgetting to laugh and enjoy God. God wants you to enjoy him again. To enjoy him, and to enjoy being here. Come, would you just like to come, this man here? Come on over. <laughs> okay, that's right. You just want, I could see your eyes hanging out. You want God to touch you, isn't that right? You're so hungry for God to touch you. Okay. All right, this is it. Close your eyes. Now, the Bible says the kingdom of heaven is righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Now, Jesus was extremely joyful. The Bible tells us he's anointed.